Hello and welcome to The Haunted. I'm Freddie Young. And I'm Vanessa Mitchell. And we are going to stick with our kind of cryptid theme that we've had. So mm -hmm. we had a vampire yes. last week. and uh, Leprechauns. We've had leprechauns and all Although things. Although that's not probably a well, monster, more well, elemental, but... Well, it's a creature of it's sorts. It's a creature, yep. It's a creature of sorts. You can keep them in jars. <laughs> a creature. It's not really a creature. It's, um, it's a little human. A little human. And, well, now we're going to go to a big human. Um, a, ooh, well, a big, I think that's a, that's a bit of a stretch. But... A big something. But we're going for Bigfoot. Yes. Goodness. So... He is, well, or she, is a very popular Big. figure. It's known by every, everyone knows what Bigfoot is, don't they? Yeah. Um, it's There's been a real explosion recently with sightings and evidence. I think there always has been consistent sightings, but now because we have more media ways for people to tell us about it, more TV shows and stuff, and because more people are seeing it, more people are coming forward that they've seen it because they don't want to be judged as being deranged. So I think it's just really uh, in full swing at the moment with this. It probably doesn't help that we're chopping down all the forests. So they haven't got much home left to wander around in, have they? Well, I don't know. I mean, what is it in America? 700 million acres. Oh, well, that's enough, isn't so it? So that's enough, yeah. That's enough for them to wander about. Now, these creatures of sorts are what well, i had they go by many names so in canada and areas like that it's the sasquatch yeah in down south florida and them southern states you've got a like the skunk ape in ohio he's known as the grass man louisiana he's the honey island swamp monster uh one place in america is called the dog man yeah Literally in every Bigfoot, I mean, every covers, every yeah. every state has a a variation of the abominable abominable. Did yeah, I just yeah, say that word? The abominable. 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 No, but it. I do know how to say it. But you've you've made me confused. Abominable. No. Abominable. 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 Well, that's the yeti, or the yeti, or the abominable snowman. <laughs> and well, the Yeti lives in the Himalayas, so mm. it's not an American. I mean, it's it's sites all over the world, including Russia. You know, lots of places. This this creature is this right? We know it exists. We know it beyond shadow of a doubt. This isn't a paranormal thing. This is something of the unusual. We know it exists because there's too much evidence now to to say otherwise. Yes. So obviously, there are lots of variations of this creature, but they do all vary in heights and colours. Uh, some are black, some are like a reddish brown, some yeah. some are quite really big, like three metres, and some are like five foot. Yeah, but I would say the five foot ones are the children. Because, mo nine to well, all sightings I know, and I've done a lot of research on this lately, they're all um, eight, nine foot, seven foot. These are big beasts. Yeah. Um, most cultures have accounts of human-like giants in their folk history. And each language had its own name for the creature, hence why we have all these variations. But they all, all of the translations tend to lean towards like wild man or hairy man. Yeah. Things of that nature. So, thousands of people, like you have said, have claimed to see Bigfoot. 
and this is the most common description so when you think of bigfoot this is the the image yeah. that is conjured up so it is a large muscular bipedal ape-like creature so bipedal means it walks yeah like a, oh, feet, yeah, yeah like a human roughly between 1.8 and 2.7 meters or six to nine feet yeah for us yeah. And covered in black or a dark brown or even a really reddish, dark yeah. reddish um, fur, hair, yeah, coat, yeah. whatever you want to call it. Some, there are some witnesses that have said that it's even between 3 metres and 4.6 metres. That's 10 to 15 feet for us. Wow, yeah, that's, that's huge. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think, maybe that's the size of a house. Maybe a bungalow. Yeah. Well, it's I'm, no pretty good, big. I, I'm no good with measurements, oh. mate. I, 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 but yeah. If you've got a tape measure at home, do, like, <laughs> measure it out on the floor, lay next to it and think, would you like to meet that in a dark alleyway? They, they the say answer that is no. A lot of the sightings say that they reckon from shoulder to shoulder it was four to four and a half feet. And that seems to be consistent with every... And you know what? Um, why I kind of believe this? Because most people that have coming forward and seeing them are hunters and they know their footage because they are tracking to kill, you know, large animals. Yeah, so they and, kind and of, they know sizes. If it was me, I'd put my arms out and say it's like that. But these hunters, they know about that stuff. And that's, so. and that's a really key point in all of this is that these are not silly men. They're seasoned men. They, they do this as hobbies or livings or whatever. They know the the woodlands they know the creatures that are in there they know what they're looking for they know for. the they sounds know. they know yeah. and you know a lot of these men have been brought up in the in the woods and the forest since kids and when they see this thing and even to the fact the smell of him everyone or are you going to go on to that or well, it, well, that's, no, that is that is literally the next the next bit so they are often described as having a pungent foul yeah. smelling odor they're saying it is worth they said it's something like wet dog and three day old three-day-old roadkill is that kind of smell because i've been watching lots of programs Stinking. on it. it just absolutely rancid yeah well i've got the uh rotten eggs similar to rotten eggs or even like a skunk smell yeah, skunk, like, yeah that's yeah, like, often they say skunk as well yeah um i've never smelled what we don't have skunks here i don't know what they smell Neither like do I. I haven't got a clue and i've um, never smelled a rotting corpse but the skunks are quite sweet aren't they um right, rotten corpses they... not so much no. But either way, they're stinking. <laughs> so, the <laughs> face of Bigfoot is often described as very human-like, uh, but with the, the kind of like a flat nose, visible lips. Um, huge teeth, a lot of reports say, huge teeth. They're also said to have very broad shoulders, no visible neck, very, very long arms, dark eyes, and they've said to have a bit of a, a, bit of a glow to them. Well, a lot of cases i've seen they they say red eyes this is the the only the only thing i've uh found in all the cases i've looked at the last couple of weeks is um some say red eyes some say completely jet black now i don't think it could probably have both it has to be one or the other one or that's, the other but it's, it's, that's it's the only discrepancy i can find in all these sightings but they, it, they might be red but it, depending on where the light caught them when they when they you know were yeah. sighted or whatever I, I don't know but you know there are and I think this is the issue with a lot of sceptics and stuff is that, yes, there is a lot of evidence. Yes, there has been a lot of sightings, but they're all very conflicting. There is quite a, a lot that are, they, they kind of follow the same format, but a lot what of them... What do you mean conflicting? Because all the stuff well, like no, is not conflicting at all. Because, well, look, there's a big difference between six to nine feet and 10 to 15 feet. Yeah, but listen, 
it could be a child one, a mother one, or a father one. The, the, the biggest one in the world could have been the Daddy dads. bear, mummy bear, uh, yeah. baby bear. Because, you know, we do know that a lot of animals are different sizes of different, so, you yeah, know. Yeah, okay, but I, I won't take that away from you. Um, they're also known as well for having very large feet, as a lot of their footprints, and that's used a lot in the evidence, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, but, so, I have a little uh, debunk, well, not a debunk, but a conflicting argument. So some of the footprint casts, some of the more famous ones, have claw marks on them. And that they have found is more likely linked to animals like bears because they have five toes and claws. Hold on a minute. Hold on a minute. You can't, Have you ever seen one of these plaster and Paris things of a Bigfoot? It is nothing like a bear's foot. It is a human... It, it's five times the size to start off with. It's not... Any... Any tracker, any uh, one of this nature at all, knows the difference between a bloody Bigfoot print and a bear print. That's just rubbish. Come on. Well, Come on. Well, no. Well, They're completely different shapes. We'll see as we go You're on. You're playing devil's advocate. I, I am playing devil's advocate. I think advocate, that you yeah. know that that's not true. You're just reading it out. Also, as well, I'll, we will mention about the kind of the eye shine that they mention as well, about the glowing eyes. That is not present in any human or any known great ape. So there is a belief that potentially it is like a perched owl or a raccoon because their eyes do glow. Right. So it could be that they see it in the distance, but they're up in a tree. So they think it's 15 foot, but it's not. It's just an owl on a branch. That's pathetic. That's pathetic. That is research you've done. You're reading out from some sceptic from bloody years ago. The evidence we have now is absolutely... No, I don't... I'm not even... Anyone who, who is an expert on these things, you know, let's, but, but that's rubbish. You cannot, oh, I've seen an owl. Oh, no, it was a Bigfoot. Oh, no. If it was dark. No. And the, there was a bush underneath Well, did it? it chase after it? Did it start doing the knotwood thing? Were they terrified? Could they smell the pungent smell? Did they hear the, whoa, whatever well, it then, is? Well, if no. I heard that, there would be a pungent smell <laughs> afterwards. <laughs> listen, that's rubbish. That's rubbish. Don't read out bullshit. No, listen, I like to things. give you both sides. Yes, but that's pathetic. Listen. Oh, it could be an owl. All right, go on, carry well, on. Well, it could be. Oh, it couldn't be. And they make funny noises. So a grown hunter <laughs> who's terrified <laughs> who's terrified for his life and uh, is going to say, oh, no, I'm sorry, it was an owl. No. Move on. Move on. Right, so that is a that is a brief description of of Bigfoot, and that's come from multiple sightings put together to come up with a kind of average view of what Bigfoot would look like or is. Mm. So now I'm going to tell you a little bit about how they behave, what they do, um, things like that. So there are some conflicting accounts for this as well. So in some cases. Um, they are known to make very abnormal sounds mm -hmm. of like grunting, howling, um, screaming. A lot, yeah. of, a lot of screaming. They say they do very bizarre noises. Not really made. Not that they can think that is made by any other animal. Um, it's apparently it's very distinctive and it's very. Um, Blood curdling, for well, one of a better word. They all say that the reports I've read and things I've read, they they know it's not a forest animal that they've ever heard before. Yeah, correct. That's that's. Yeah, it's something that, that they don't recognise. Um, 
there have people have caught this on film and they've had have recordings of these noises you can find them online uh, on youtube or, or something type them in there's some there's some really great ones uh, you've been watching a tv show discovery plus um i think it's called i'm always terrible so i forget these things i think it's called uh, haunting in the woods something like that although it says haunting actually most of the episodes are about big bigfoots and it's only just started and i have literally been glued i'm watching it back to back to back so that's on discovery plus so that's kind of their communication in a way. They've yeah. also been known to um, bang on trees. They, they would knock, and, yeah, and, they and, knock on yeah, wood, yeah. Like a knocking system. And people, I say that's their communication system. We believe that to be how they Investigators would communicate. Investigators discovered that they do communicate via that method. And when the investigators herself go to knock, um, they get knocks back. Do they? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, interesting. They do. I did that's, not know that's that. That's why they, that, that is like a tool. You know, like for parrot people, yeah. we'll have our EMF and stuff. Well, they, they knock. That's the way of communication. And it, oh, nine times out of ten, you, you get the knock back. Oh, okay. Mm. I like that. Don't go knocking in the woods, though, guys. Um, knocking off in the woods. <laughs> pack it in. So, the general consensus as well is that they are quite wary of humans and will try and avoid again as, as um, much as they can well but this is what i said again, i've got this, i've got we, conflicting yeah here this, yeah it's, this is conflicting yeah so, so this is what some people say they say they're very shy very timid and quite cautious uh, but they're quite they're curious about humans uh, I, and I, and what when, they're doing when we're talking about multiple types of these things all over the world you could say that the the one in Russia is more shy, they, than the one in Tibet. We don't know. So all these things, they could all be right, to be honest, but, but, different yeah, types but, of this creature. Much like humans, yeah, we all have course, a nature. Yeah. Animals, animals have, animals have yeah. a nature. Dogs, you know, yeah. they all have personalities. All the animals do. Yeah. So I think, you know, it probably is dependent. But a lot of people have said that when they have seen this creature, they didn't feel afraid of it. They... You know, it was it's an unusual thing and you they're shocked. You want to watch Bloody Haunting in the Woods then on Discovery Plus? Well, listen, Plus. I'm not going to watch hell. that because just in case I do find one, I want to think of it as like, do you know that film with Bigfoot in it? Do you know that nice family film? No, I don't watch movies oh, okay. like that. So, um, yeah, like I said, people believe um, that they mean them no harm and that they're quite shy, benign creatures. Um, as well, there's quite a lot of Native American tribes, as well as like indigenous people in the Himalayas, that believe that the animal is peaceful and an intelligent creature with supernatural powers. I think it's probably peaceful if you leave it alone. If you walk into its territory, like we said, like any animal, it's going to attack. And I think they want to stay solitary. They want to stay on their own or in their own family groups because we have more and more evidence now that there's sightings of two at the same time. Um, I think... That, you know, they don't come to our towns and start killing people, do they? But, um, yet, but they, um, you, you go into their territory like any animal and um, you're going you're gonna to get attacked or warned off. Warned off, I reckon, is probably a better way of putting it. They, yeah. They're defending their territory. Yeah. Um, you know, notoriously humans are not very nice people and they've probably... Yeah, they've they, 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 they've, yeah, they've probably clocked that and learned from... Mm from the behavior of humans so i'm going to give you um some a bit more history on them and i'm going to give you a, a different side to 
to Bigfoot, Sasquatch, whatever you want to call them. So they have been spotted throughout history. Yeah. And one of the earliest depictions of this creature is on the Tool River Indian Reservation and that's in California in America. Yeah. And there's a petroglyph, you know what they are, it's yeah, the, yeah. the cave drawings. And that was created by a group of Native Americans at a site called Painted Rock. And they believe that it depicts a group of big f- f- foots or feet? Foots. Big foots called the family. That's what they've called this. And uh, the local tribes people called the largest of the, the, the creatures the hairy man. Yes. And that is about a thousand years old. So these creatures have been acknowledged. Well, that's what we've discovered. There could be something in Tibet somewhere that we haven't discovered. But um, yeah, the oldest known, I suppose, recorded. Yeah, I thought that was knowledge a, of them. That's a nice little tidbit there because yeah, that's yeah, something I yeah. didn't know. Yeah, yeah. So now we're going to talk about some more them on as a more threatening creature. Yeah. Now this is where my pronunciation comes in. Are you ready? Yeah. So there are some regional versions, and they call this the Quiquia. Right. And they. It's that it is described the same as Bigfoot. It's it's a, a large creature with the hair, but they're believed to be a nocturnal race. And they would uh, tell their children, you know, be careful with the monsters because they'll come and carry you off and kill you. Um, and they like believed them to be like cannibals and they'd eat eat the kids and stuff. So although they used it as a horror story to the kids, yeah. there was for them some belief in that. Yeah. So again, not the big fuzzy creatures that the other people have yeah. probably witnessed. Um, we also have the the Iroquois people, and that again yeah. is is a is a, a Native American group of people. And they also speak of an aggressive hair-covered giant with rock-hard skin, and they refer to him as the stone giant. Yeah. And again, very similar tales, very aggressive. They would tell their kids to be... Um, stay out of the woods. Stay out of the woods, yeah. be cautious of him, don't, you know, don't go off in, on your own and, th- and things like that. You know, there was a genuine fear of these. Um, there was also a... Uh, incident in 1924 and it was this was witnessed by a group of people Mm. as well so it's not just an individual or two people on their own so they they were prospectors miners yeah and they were in their camp i suppose like in in a cabin like near near to the mine and that a group of ape men that they that's how they referred to them appeared on the kind of cliff side and threw um rocks, rocks at, at, at the at the cabin roof lots of accounts say they throw um rocks and the miners and... obviously were a bit perplexed by this so shot one with a rifle what? and then the the creatures then um started to come down and start slamming into the cabin and might like trying to get into strong to get to them yeah. the area that this happened in is now referred to as ape canyon oh. so it's influenced yeah. a place name so this and we know that this happened because it was 
put into a newspaper at the time called um, The Oregonian. And it was maybe a month or so after this had happened. There's also reports as well. Um, we now, we're jumping back a little while. So it's 1847. There's a man called Paul Kane, and he um, was an author. I believe, yeah. and went round investigating these things. And there are stories, again, by, you know, the native tribes and stuff of, they called them skookums. Yeah. And again, it's a race of cannibalistic wild men that were living um, at the peak of the Mount St. Helens in the southern Washington state. Mm. And again, you know, there was a genuine fear of these, of these creatures. And, you know, there was definitely some issues. Mm with them all so but again you know there have been stories as well historical stories of them being quite peaceful and peace loving and there's another story recorded by a man called the reverend walker and he was a missionary around 1840 time and he recorded stories of giants that lived among the native people um, in washington i think it's in a place called spookan and that they um, lived on and around the peaks of the nearby mountains, and they would like steal the fish from the fishermen's fishing nets, and you know they can't they li not live together in a community. Like, it wasn't your neighbour, but they lived in harmony. They, co they coexisted in the yeah. same kind of land. I think that's possible, especially in places. You know, there's a very big difference between you know living amongst if you're a nice little Tibetan fisherman or a Tibetan mountain you know, whatever you are, and a hunter with big guns. Um, so I would imagine, yeah, there would be some situations where we know you're there, we know you're there, and let's I, just... I think, I think as with all things, it's about respect, isn't it? And yeah. if, if, you, if you respect an animal, a creature, a person... And it doesn't perceive you to be a threat. Then, then you will. They they will reciprocate that. You know, foxes notoriously vicious. Yeah. But if you if you care for the animal and respect the animal they'll come and you can play with them like cats or a dog mm. do you know what i mean it's something i wouldn't recommend it why oh foxes because are sweet it's, yeah i know it's still but yeah i mean you wouldn't well i mean but at your own head be it well listen you, you know you, you have them men that go out and they with the lion cubs from as as yeah, cubs. And, and, and if you rear them from yeah, babies but, but, but it's about like trust and fox. respect and things like that listen i know what i'm saying right right <laughs> so now I'm going to give you some some statistics of the sightings because I thought this was quite interesting. So one third of all Bigfoot sightings are located located in the Pacific Northwest of America. Yeah. And then the rest are scattered throughout yeah. the rest of mainland America. Um, the majority of these sightings have been debunked as hoaxes, mistakes, um, you know, misinterpretations, the ones that have been investigated. So, but how do you know they've been debunked? They reckon they debunk ghosts all the bloody time. Oh, listen, I'm only telling you what the people are telling me. Right, so you're just reading off the. No, I'm not just reading. What you you think no, that's I, true? Do you? Because a lot of the stories I've read online of, and I will tell you, do you, you know the, the. Oh yeah, I mean, of course, there's going to be some fake stories out there. Of course, there is, and, and there's some, lots of footage some of our... that have been proved not to have exactly. been. Exactly, and I get that. So there's yeah. a, the, a quite a lot of the 
evidence. Yeah. Maybe the older evidence we had. A, a lot it, of it is. I think the older evidence. Yes. Yeah. I think the more modern day over the last ten years. I think that's so what I you know I think if if you look at you know some of the most famous evidence, maybe seven out of ten was faked. Yeah. Yeah. So it. And people that have reported this, you know, they've kind of gone through and they've said, do you think it might have been this? And they've gone, actually, oh, okay, yeah. So that's what I'm getting at with that. Um, sightings are predominantly in the northwestern region of Washington, yeah. Oregon, Northern California and British Columbia. Yeah. And other prominent areas of sightings are kind of the rural areas of the Great around the Great Lakes and southeastern America. Yeah. So places like well Florida's most southeast, I think, if I'm right anyway. So um the data collected from the Bigfoot Field Researchers Organization or BFRO for short mm. from their database. So Washington has over two thousand reported sightings. Yeah. California has one thousand six hundred Pennsylvania has 1,300, New York and Oregon just over 1,000, and Texas just has just over 800. That's a lot of people claiming to see. I was, but the reason I'm surprised at that figure is because that is a huge number. Yeah. But it isn't. Do you know what I mean? It's a huge number of lots of normal people being terrified enough to claim they've seen something that isn't supposed to exist at the risk of ridicule and you know this is what i'm watching on these shows these are alpha males that have been so terrified some of them are crying on the tip you know that, that it's, it's changed their lives in some case ruined their life some some of them have been hunting since they were five and never go back in the forest again really yeah it's, it's quite you, you need to watch the program the programs it's actually quite eye-opening. I didn't realise you have these full-grown alpha men that have been hunting with their father since they were five. And the forest and the woods is their life. And some of them have had breakdowns, some of them will never go back into the forest, some are visibly crying on camera. And these are these are big alpha male guys. And I don't think it's in their nature for a man like that. And, and, and at the risk of ridicule for the other hunters and the other people in the world, I don't think men do. I, I, I don't think men or women do that. When you put something out there so publicly, it's got to be true, unless you're doing it. All right, let's fake a picture and let's see if we can make a few quid. Make out a of couple this. of quid out of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I th I think as well as as we as time is moving forward, people are more open to the idea of um, creatures and the paranormal and the supernatural. We are definitely becoming more and more open as a society. Of, of these things i think as well there will be maybe more of an influx because people are more confident now to come forward with their stories and tell us their you know their 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 thoughts opinions and things and stuff as well so um i think in recent times there's been a real influx and this all starts from the late 50s yeah so in 1958, there was a newspaper that was local to North Carolina and it published a story about these giant footprints found uh, near Bluff Creek. And they referred to that creature as Bigfoot. Yeah. It never really, it had its like native, like regional names yeah, and stuff yeah. for it. It never, and this is how it got that 
kind of umbrella term. Which would lead you to believe they must have found a track horse at some point of, of the, the Bigfoot and it, that kind of stuff. But, but that's what it was. So the, the newspaper oh, right. run the story and they referred to it as, you know. Right, yeah. Um, and then fr from that point, it just started to escalate and escalate and escalate. So there was then um, an article in True Magazine, which is quite a big um, publication, and they ran the that discovery of the footprint in there in uh, about a year later. Now, I'm going to talk to you about the most famous Bigfoot clip ever. Right. You know the one. Probably the fake one, yeah. I know what John you mean. Yeah. Do you know the one? So he's yeah. walking along. It is an image that is like ingrained yeah. which is, into my brain. Which is really completely different than how he's been described mm -hmm. latter day. So, yeah. So this, this film or this clip is the most scrutinised video clip of the 20th century. Really? Yeah, it's in the it's in so many top ten clips that made us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like I'll... clips that defined a generation, that kind of thing. You do not have to believe in the paranormal and you know the things that the strange, the weird, the unusual to have not seen this clip. Yeah, that's right. Everyone knows. Everybody it. knows it. So it is referred to as the Patterson Gimlin film. And it was recorded the 20th of October in 1967. And they was in Bluff Creek. So the area I was talking about where it, where it all began with the with the footprints. And it's quite a, it's about, I watched the, the full thing the other day. Um, and it's, they'd, the story is, is they'd got a camera, they'd gone out into the woods and they're filming themselves with the horses out in, out in the woodlands. And then they see, this mm. they see Bigfoot strolling and turning having a little look at the camera then stro strolling off it's only till very very recently that they have completely debunked it mm. it also goes against the nature of what we are told about Bigfoot by the recent the many recent sightings over the last five ten years as well strolling about turning around going off that does not sound anything like more recent accounts no, um, but it's it's a, it's a great piece of footage. Yeah. It's inspired, you know, thousands of people, and it's really opened the minds of of lots yeah. of lots of people to kind of dig a little bit deeper, and and find the answers essentially. But it was unfortunately very recently debunked um, as a fake. There was a really it was um, I want to say podcast, but it was more of a radio show, and. It was about two hours long. It had every leading expert in yeah, every field yeah. imaginable, and they provided all the evidence that it the footage is not not what it yeah. is. They even they, it was a man in a suit. They even interviewed the man who wore the suit. Right. Okay. And, so, and, right. and he said it was me. Yeah. All um, oh, right I, then. So, <laughs> so you're going on all these experts and scientists. Oh, and by the way, we interviewed the man who wore the suit. Yeah, right. but listen, I love that. He just because he's what's he an expert in? Yeah, walking across fields, right? Um, it's called Hoax of the Century. Yeah, I recommend it, guys. Go and give it a listen if you've got two hours spare. If you've got a really long car journey, give it a listen. It's really interesting. I love it. So now, I think we already know your answer on this, but could they exist? 
is is their real scientific way that they could exist. Yeah. You are a firm believer, because I'm going to say. Because of the evidence I've seen. I mean, one of these, you know, they, they've caught the hair multiple times. It's been sent off to the lab. And um, it's it's undiagnosed, you know, there's well, un, unrecognised. The hair that's come back, oh, yeah, that was the horse that got attacked. That was the bloody sheep. And but but that but this hair is um, the, the caught on the barbed wire and many things like this is they don't have it on any of their data for any of their systems for any type of species on this planet that it matches um, that hair. And another so linked to that, there's uh, so Jack, Os Jack Osborne Fright Club mm. um, have had a piece of evidence on there, and it is actually Bigfoot's toenail. So a man come on, he was in his cabin in the woods and he heard this like ungodly screaming, yeah, screaming. noise and from us from this from this area and it was quite rocky and on his um investigation in the morning he found this toenail. Now listen, it's it's huge. This toenail mm. is absolutely huge. Kept it, he sent it off, it's had all the top like yeah. Test it matches zero percent in every known creature to us yes. in the, in the yeah. database. It doesn't even have a link to anything. Yeah, they they it, its genetic makeup is unlike anything yeah. we've ever yeah. ever seen. Yeah. Same as the hair you know, of these and it's things. Yeah, really quite interesting. So so when you so when people are skeptics, you can't be a skeptic about scientific you could, yeah. fact. If if it's if it's science fact, that's it. You know mm. that is you can't argue with it. So I'm going to give you some sciencey stuff now, and this is this is how a lot of experts believe that could be an explanation for them. So there is fossil evidence that shows that a creature similar to this did exist. Yeah, I'm sure did exist. They've given a range of one to nine million years ago. Yeah, and this animal is called. Are you ready? Yeah. Gigantopithecus decorus. Gigantopithecus. Yes. Gigantopithecus. Right, okay. Yeah. There, it's, it's spelled G I G A N T O P I T H E C U S. Google it. So, and, but this creature, they have found it was native to um, Central and Southeast Asia. And on the evolutionary tree, this creature is most closely related to the orangutan yeah crazy and so they believe that the most likely explanation for bigfoot yeti so you know in, in the himalayas and stuff is that they are the direct descendants of this um but there is no evidence so on the flip side there's no evidence of primates evolving in in america so but they believe that them Back then, there was a, a bridge that connected Asia and North America. Mm. So that the, the potential is is that they would have crossed that bridge and entered that of land. Of course, you know, you know so nature finds a way to to travel and to you know. I mean, I, I've always thought about it like, of course, it's possible because there's so many species. I mean, how many new species do we discover every single day in this world? Yeah, but they're all they're all quite like they're like little microscopic things. This is big. Do you no, know but what I mean? no, but I'm not saying microscopic. But animals, animals. You know, in the rainforest, they're still discovering loads. But what I'm, my point is, we're still discovering loads of things, and even giant things underneath the sea. 
it's not out of the way that we just missed it because they're solitary creatures they live where humans wouldn't normally go it's changing now and like you say we have the reports from hundreds thousands of years ago they existed I think it's just a giant ape-type creature. Listen, it's not breathing fire and flying up and down and having 16 legs. It's something very similar to, like you say, an orangutan well, slash so, so, human so, ape. So it's this, not out so the So this way. is the thing. So this, um, the fossil evidence and the, the creature that is Gigantopithecus is um, close, is close um, to the orangutan. So, But the orangutan shares a lot of attributes to what, um we see in bigfoot so they are covered in long reddish brown hair they're very very intelligent they're very curious animals and they're not very vocal and they make a very loud howling call and but they do that to alert other orangutans mm, to mm. you know or to warn of danger um and it's, it's interesting as well because orangutans are very very different from other monkeys and primates and things like that um so monkeys and apes tend to have like these really big communities and they have like the alpha male and yeah, all the, yeah. the mums and that all, you know, their communities. But orangutans are solitary creatures. So they will bring up their young and then then they will leave. And then they, then they will continue on, on their own and, and go through life on their own, much like sightings of But you say that, but more and, and more evidence we have these days... We can hear one Bigfoot calling to another one and there's been more and more sightings of seeing two together. Because think about it, they must come to, even if they don't stay together, they must come together to make. Yeah, but, 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 but again, but so orangutans, they do come together, yeah. but they, the only purpose of them coming together is, is to, to, re, make, is yeah, to re reproduce. Um, and as well, orangutans in their natural habitat are so dispersed that they don't, they really, they don't come across each other there's so much space for them to be mm. in mm. but they do somehow manage to find their ways when they need to make yeah. their stuff and they do that in however which way don't ask me i'm not a zoologist but <laughs> you know it's it's interesting that our understanding of bigfoot the behavior how they look is is quite similar to an orangutan i suppose and the orangutans are very similar to this like prehistoric ape-like I don't creature. think they look like from reports they orangutans no. aren't seven to nine feet tall they're no, not punched over no, like but, orangutans. but if, if an orangutan was it would it, i'd say that was bigfoot no i wouldn't i would but having said that i've just watched back-to-back -back recent documentaries and recent sightings and you haven't watched that so i'd say back off the ev you see if i hadn't just been watching all this lately i might have agreed but um, from what I've been seeing lately, I think there's probably some genetic code there. Well, well, what you're saying is evidence found related to, to the species back then. You're not directly saying it's an orangutan now. Things evolve, don't they, and change? Of course they do. Um, so obviously, going on the, the premise that Bigfoot is an intelligent creature like an orangutan, like apes and primates yeah, that, you know, they're intelligent, intelligent creatures. Yeah. It is not too far out of it, out of any kind of circumstance that they would retreat into deep woods, into, you know, deep terrain, up high into mountains yeah. and kind of, and hide away. Um, oh, because just, that's just their natural habitat there where they want to be. They just want to, yeah. yeah. But, but they, you know, they, they can, it's, it's, it's not, 
inconceivable that they wouldn't be able to hide from people. Of course. And that's why we don't necessarily. That's why we don't see them walking up and yeah. down the the highway. Yeah. You know because they're not stupid. Yeah. yeah. You know it, it's it's not like a moth going toward like just any old light. light. Yeah. 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 It, yeah. It, these are intelligent creatures. Um. As well, you know, I see a lot of arguments as well online of people going, well, if they did exist, where's all the skeleton remains and stuff like that? But because they're solitary creatures and because of where, you know, they go... Their territory, you'd never bloody find it. You'd never find it. And also... Um, you can't even find when people go missing in this place, or oh, with your heat-seeking devices and everything. A lot of people still are never yeah. found. So I think I think that's I think that's an invalid argument. Yeah, that's ridiculous uh, for people. As well, um, much like the the great apes and stuff, they have quite a long lifespan. And when you look at Bigfoot, you would just assume that they would live for a long time. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, I do. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not like it a. It kind of just feels like yeah, yeah. It's not like a mean. dog. Yeah. Do you know? I don't. I don't know if it's just because of the size and because they are, are almost human. You just make that assumption. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you did mention about um the finding of hair, and and things like that. So. And this is and this is where there, this is where, there are issues. Mm. So people very often find hair, uh, skin scrapings, blood, feces, and things like that. A lot of these items aren't then in receipt of any kind of scientific study. Yeah, of course. Because not everyone does that. No. no. And then over a period of time, things get lost, mm. you know, and, or they kind of loot after a certain amount of like blood although you'd still be able to get information from it, it you know, it, it does deteriorate over time. And I think had have people come forward with all, with all their findings, we may be, we probably would be closer to an answer. Yeah, but, scientifically, yeah. Yeah. Um, there are, people do go um, and get things tested. A lot I of... I think it's more and more common for people to do that now word is you know now people are more believed i think people are more inclined to do that now yeah than they would have done yeah. 20 years ago or 50 years ago um yeah but p people do go um forward with it and there's been a lot of interest in discoveries made so like you said about the hair like i said about the toenail that was found yeah, yeah, and yeah. things like that so you know, there's definitely an undiscovered species of something and you cannot dispute that yeah, because yeah. that is science. Mm. Yes, because science tells us that, yeah. Um, there was, and this is, this. I enjoyed this one. Here's a little story for you, a little anecdote. Uh. So in 2014, a team of researchers were led by a geneticist called Brian Sykes and he was from the UK and he was a professor at the University of Oxford, and they had a collection of 36 hair samples that someone had claimed to have been from Bigfoot. And they sent them off to be tested. Now, the majority of them hairs belonged to cows, raccoons, deers, yeah, and yeah. humans, but there were two strands of hair, and they matched an extinct polar bear. Really? Yeah. Yeah, see, that's... So, and, and it's been extinct for quite a while. So, and you're not going to find that in a jungle. No. Do you know what I mean? It's Yeah, again, science tells us there's something in this. Um, 
But then with, on the flip side, devil advocates here, there was uh, also a man in Utah that thought he had found a Bigfoot skull. And when a paleontologist yeah. had a look into it, it was actually just a, a weathered rock. What? Right, well, yeah. Okay, so we got a bit overexcited there then. <laughs> I found a skull of a Bigfoot. I, I found oh, no. a skull. It's a rock. Oh, it's a rock. Um, now, I'm going to talk to you a little bit. So we've, we've, we've discussed, you know, physical sightings. We've discussed the hair. We've discussed the, the sounds, the calls and all the these smells. things. The smells. Now we're going to look at the footprints properly. Mm. So they are some of the most compelling evidence, I suppose, yeah. of there being a very large creature, human-like, because the, the shape of the footprints are... Yeah. Very human-like. Yeah. Um, so there is a man uh, called Jimmy Chilcutt, and he works for the Conroe Police Department in Texas, and he specialises in finger and footprint analysis. Yeah. You know, that's his full-time job. That's what he does for a living. Now, he has a collection of 150 various casts of big footprints, um, and he has studied them. Mm. And there's one in particular that he was just like, I don't care what anyone else says, Bigfoot is real, just purely from this cast. Yeah, yeah. So, and I didn't know this, and I had to really research it. I was thinking, what, what is this? What is this about? So he said, and quote, the ridge pattern, the ridge flow pattern and texture was completely different from anything I've ever seen. It certainly wasn't human and of no known primate that I've examined. The print ridges flowed lengthwise along the foot, unlike human prints which flow across. The texture of the ridges was about twice the thickness of a human, which indicate that this animal has a really, really thick skin. Now, ridge flow pattern is just a posh word for like... Fingerprint, yeah. Fingerprint and, yeah. and things like that. Now, again, it, you know, it indicates to you that it's, it's not human. It's, Hence it's, why it's, you it's can't in, mix it up with a bear. It's Going inhuman. Back to earlier. You know, and I think there's only one other animal that has fingerprints, and that is a... Uh, uh, monkey? Koala bear. Oh, well, similar. Oh. Well, they're furry and... And angry. Yeah, angry very fuckers. angry, angry. Yeah, um, koalas, yeah. So, again, you know, this is another really compelling piece of evidence. This is coming from, a you know, a man top of his field. He's not a silly man. He's a scientist, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, he's a man of science, and he is saying, without doubt... There is something yeah, there. That there's we something, yet, there's yeah. something in that. Um, this as well, I've, I thought was really interesting. And again, the, all of all of this evidence we, is is much more modern. So this is um, a cast that was made in the year two thousand in the Manelium. Manelium. Yeah, that's another horrible word. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it is like a complete cast, and it is um, of a large animal creature thing um and it is laying down on its side now it is you've got in that the impression of a forearm the thigh buttocks and an achilles tendon and heel yeah and it is about 40 to 50 percent bigger than a normal human yeah and the anatomy of what the impression is yeah does not fit any known animal yeah yeah and they've got that is that is a that is a piece of evidence. They've got the cast; it still exists. 
it it's the genetic makeup is human esque, just on a very very large scale. And um, I mean, there was um, again that I've seen on a show lately. There is a skull been found. It's called the Star Child Skull, and it was found in a cave. Um, it was found with a female who was tested to be human. Now the skull was of a, uh, they didn't find the body to, to the skull. They found it and apparently got lost over the years. But they found the skull. Now I've seen an interview with a lady. She's the top, oh, she's the four leading of deformities in the womb. Um, of, of every single genre you can think of known to man, she is an expert on how deformities, bone deformities, cranial deformities in the womb. Um, she, she has it in her care now. She's studied it um, with all her scientific knowledge. And she says that this skull is absolutely no deformity ever known to man. Um, it's never been recognised. Science don't understand it, don't, don't know it. And when she's asked, what do you think this is? She says, I don't know, but I've never seen anything like it. There, there is no disease that can do this. Um, there, there is nothing known to man in science she's leading. And um, so, you know, the theory is, is it a skull of... Nobody really knows, but it was on the Bigfoot programme. But she says, it is of something I've never seen, doesn't exist. And there isn't a disease on this planet that can make a skull... Um, form and grow like that so that's worth people looking into the, the star child child skull i i suppose maybe pe people could put it to, to aliens as well i'm not sure but anyway it was on the show regarding bigfoot so but, it, but it's interesting for people to look at and i i think you know as as we go on there are more and more scientific discoveries but there's also a lot of things that we just don't have answers for. And when you've got these world-leading experts saying, well, I don't know. Yeah, when well, you I have some... I, yeah. haven't, I haven't got an answer. Yeah. What, what, do you have to, you know, is it too far out of the way to say, well, then it, it's something, it, you know... It's something, something we haven't discovered yet. Yeah. That's so, the obvious answer, isn't it? So, I... Um, I think, to, to round up... Mm. I think I am a believer in Bigfoot and I don't think it's a million miles away to, to say that. I think there is a hell of a lot of people. You don't have to be a believer in the paranormal, supernatural, Absolutely. I should say. Absolutely, this is completely this is a, different this is a, thing. It's a completely different kettle of fish. You know, there is so much undiscovered in this world. Is it too far out the way to say that there is an ape-like ape creature. creature that is... Quite large. Yeah. Um, no, it's it's not out of the way. The same as we're discovering things underneath the ocean all the time, which we never thought was was possible. Um. So, I would just like to say though, fair warning to anybody: do not go hunting for Bigfoot. No, I wouldn't risk it. So, and the reason being is humans are often mistaken for Bigfoot. And these incidents often lead to injury. So, in 2013, a 21-year-old 20, a man in Oklahoma was arrested after he told law enforcement that he'd accidentally shot his friend in the back 
while a group of them were trying to hunt for Bigfoot. And he, he had a bit of a shock because he veered off from the group and then come out and so he shot him because he thought he was oh, Bigfoot. Oh, for God's sake. In 2017, a, sh- a shaman wearing a clothing made of like animal furs yeah, yeah. and stuff, he was, he was on vacation in North Carolina and he was in the forest doing shaman yeah. things, connecting with the with the earth and stuff. Um, and people were saying that um, they'd seen Bigfoot and there was a oh, angry no. mob that descended and this, there's this, this poor man... Poor spirit man poor, trying to bloody... Try to do his thing. And the police, local police department actually issued a warning saying, please do not shoot Bigfoot. It is not Bigfoot. Please do yeah. not shoot. Um there's also as well there was a man in 2018 and he was shot at multiple times by a hunter uh, in montana because he mistook him for bigfoot as well so be careful what yeah, you shoot yeah, just don't listen if it's bigfoot you'd sense it everyone says they have this sense it's that you know they even connect it almost in some ways to a paranormal sense they say we just knew we just felt it it was just weird do you know what they also say as well freddie which is interesting they say that the for every single case every single case says the forest goes dead quiet you can't hear anything there's no birds singing there's there's no noise in the forest at all it's as like it goes absolutely silent and weirdly every single case i've looked at and it's probably over 20 now also exactly the same thing it went and they thought hold on a minute that's, that's weird why has everything gone completely quiet because they visibly notice that the forest goes quiet and that's when their experiences with bigfoot happen so again uh, you, you know people having same experiences and again it's not out of the way you know if the if the, if the great white shark comes you know underneath the sea some fish think right i'm getting out of here you know because other animals sense that don't they when a predator's coming well Listen, that was that was this week's episode. That was Bigfoot, everybody. Um, I don't know if any of you may have had an experience with Bigfoot. I just want to say, watch this program on Discovery Plus, and also um, what what I found is that um, the more and more people are moving into unmarked territory where the Bigfoot is, he always, I think in most cases, he probably could have killed them, but is kind of being very aggressive and violent but letting I think in a lot of cases letting them live just warning them off but very very you know very very hostile and aggressive but there's multiple cases you know men and women actually so you know it's definitely worth a watch um yeah um guys as I was saying if you have if you've if any of our American listeners or you know Mm. anywhere have had an experience um with Bigfoot I'd love to hear it yeah, definitely. I'd love to hear it. Email it into us. I always add the um, email into the episode description. Um, it's 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 an, it's an interesting figure. I think I it's say. something that in the next 10, 20 years, we're going to have absolute proof and evidence of it scientifically. I think a lot of people, are, I think some someone somehow will find one, find, you know, I, I think we'll have evidence of that, you know, undeniable evidence fingers crossed as always guys please if 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 you're enjoying us if you're liking us please like comment share tell all your friends let's all come down have a big party um we we appreciate all of our listeners um and we'd like to grow our audience so yeah um, sure just let everybody know 
Um, please as well follow us on our social media. Stay up to date with everything that we're doing, everything that's kind of upcoming, and we we post pictures and stuff that of things yeah. that we we talk about during the episode. So again, I'll add all of them into the episode description, and we'll we'll be back next week with something new and interesting. We haven't decided yet. Something but completely different. We haven't decided, but it'll be something. So. <laughs> We like to wig it here. So um, anyway, guys, have a, a good week and I'll see you all when I see you. Okay, bye. Bye.